0: The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 1, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made of Cyrenus, was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. You know what that means mary was just about to have baby jesus and then joseph got the news that they had to go and they had to travel a long 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 way have you guys ever traveled somewhere where you were like really excited to get there well let me tell you they were traveling they weren't really excited to get there they were leaving their families they had to go there just to pay taxes to be counted and to do the stuff that the government was telling them to do And here Mary was, she was ready to have that baby. She was really, really ready to have that baby. Instead, she had to go on this long trip. And the Bible says, it was so that while they were there in those days to be accomplished, that she should be delivered. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. What do you guys think of when you think of a manger? What's in a manger? What's in a stable like that? What's in there, Izzy? Food for the animals, that's right. They put the food for the animals in a manger. And then the, the cattle, and that's where they laid baby Jesus. What do you think it smelled like inside that stable? What do you think it was like? Yucky animals? Do you think, it's, do you think it was smelly in there? Probably. And probably, they went in there, and I'd imagine Mary walked in there thinking, Joseph, this is the best. I'm going to give birth to the king of kings. I'm, uh, this is going to be God. And yet I've got to give birth to a baby in this. But see, there was a reason for that. It wasn't by mistake because God makes no mistakes. When God guides us to do something, he doesn't make mistakes. So you can imagine all of heaven was excited because the Messiah, the king of the Jews, the one that they waited for all these years was coming. So they go find the shepherds or God sends the angels to find the shepherds. And the Bible says, and there was in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their field over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I give you I, I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. You guys realize it was good news of great joy. You know today should be a happy day. Today should be a day that we laugh, we should be excited We have freedom in Christ. We have salvation. The fact that Christ did all this for us should be a happy, happy day. That's why I told the guys when we were playing this out, I said, you know what? I want this to be serious and I want to tell the Christmas story, but I want people to know that we're to be happy today. We're to rejoice. We're to be glad to be together with other Christians. But God wanted those shepherds to know that. The shepherds that were on the backside of nowhere, the shepherds that most people forgotten. But you know what? There's nobody forgotten with God. Maybe those guys were out there thinking, man, I wonder when Jesus is going to come. I wonder when that prophecy is going to be fulfilled. And God probably chose them, maybe because they were anticipating. They wanted to see it. They were excited. And so that angel came up and said, fear not. You know why they had to tell them? Because they were probably afraid. Only our God casts out fear out of our lives. So you can imagine, after all this took place, and the angel said and invited them to come back and see Jesus, And they said, this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. You guys know how important it is that we gather together to praise God. You know how we can praise God today. It's not just by coming to church. We can praise God today by having a good attitude no matter what happens We praise God and bring glory to God because we're here today to sing his name and talk about Jesus. To read about the story. And not just talk about Santa Claus and elves and presents and trees. But to talk about Jesus. The one that did all of this for us. The one that loves us this much. And they invited him into his presence. They were like, come meet Jesus. And they were probably out there like, who are we? They were probably thinking, man, I smell. I can't go take a shower. And Jesus was like... Invite them to come, because I want them just as they are. And the angels told them, and they said, Let us go now into Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad, saying that which was told to them concerning the child. They got so excited, they ran out of there telling everybody about Jesus. Jesus the fact that they were nobody and the fact that the sky lit up with angels and the fact that god delivered the message to them how cool is that and they all that and all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds but mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart she was so happy she was so happy that she got to have a baby that was jesus but to her this was so different this baby this baby was her baby She got to hold it and love it and kiss its little cheek and watch it grow up and watch it do all the things that were prophesied by God. When they promised that Jesus would be born of Mary and the angel told them that, they called Jesus Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, we say that all the time. And even in the Bible times, they would say that God is with us. They'd look up in the sky and say, God is with us. They would know Him as the Creator, Elohim, that God was all around us. Every time they'd go outside, they would see the stars, the moon, the rainbows, all those things, and know that God was real. But the Bible says that the Word would be made flesh and dwell among us, and we would behold His glory. We would see everything that was special about God. They would see it for themselves. And that he would be full of grace and truth. You know what that meant? That God said that everything that was amazing about God would be known to us in flesh. Started off as a baby. Here's the thing. You think, why did Jesus come as a baby? Why did Jesus come like this? I, I thought about this. We say this all the time that God loves us. God loves us. God does love us like crazy. It's an unconditional love, it's agape love, but it's more than that. Have you ever thought that God wanted us to love him? Have you ever thought that God was made flesh and and sat in Mary and Joseph's arms like this? And as they held that baby, they kissed the face of God. They held him. They cuddled with it. You can imagine, just like moms do. Where they hold the baby and just say, Mommy loves you so much. Jesus was here in those words. Because as much as we talk about how much God loves us and God loves every one of you in a very, very special way, God wants you to love him. And that, him being made in the flesh and being right there, they were able to hold Jesus. Can you imagine what that was like for Mary? I'd imagine those moments of just looking at Joseph and turning and saying, This is Jesus. This is our creator. This is the one that we've been waiting for all this time. And she was holding him. And then she'd love on him and hold him and kiss him. And think, how in the world do I, a nobody named Mary. And she said, I I am of low degree. She was nobody of any power or significance. Saying, get to hold and hug and kiss and love God. Because that's why he came. He came to be loved by us. But then the other thing. I thought about this. He came to be part of our lives. Have you thought about that? He came to be part. Now, we know the verse and, and the thing in the Bible that tells us that Jesus uh, was born and he was laid in a manger, right? We, we know that part. And then when he was about two years old, the wise men came to see him. We know that part. When he was 12 years old, they found him in the temple. And the Bible says that he grew in stature and wisdom and favor with God and man. So we know that part. But then we don't have any record Of what happened from twelve years old until thirty years old. But can I tell you guys, I, I this is what I do know. He had Mary and Joseph, and somewhere along the line Joseph probably passed away because he's not mentioned. He was a brother, and he had sisters. The Bible in Mark, I think it's chapter 6, tells us about his family, that Mary and Joseph went on to have other kids. And of course, they weren't full because Mary uh, wasn't the the husband, or they weren't married at the time. And so there was, they weren't full brother and sister. And so there was the difference of, of that. But at the same time, we know that he had brothers and sisters. You can imagine guys growing up with Jesus being your brother. How many of you guys have brothers or sisters? Raise your hand. How many of them are perfect? They never do anything wrong. Can you imagine? Well, there you go. Can you imagine having a brother that never did anything wrong? Can you imagine he was always always the one doing the chores? Always the one not getting in trouble? Always the one cleaning up? Always the one doing that? Probably the closest we have. Pastor Dave, what would that be like? What would that be like to have a brother that never got in trouble? Uh, I would have to say it would be me out of the three brothers we have. It's a wonderful thing, kids. Kids, he sits on a throne of lies. (laughs) But you know, what I thought about Jesus, for those 30 years, he was just part of their life. He played games with, if Jesus, if that would have been our day and age, you know where Jesus would have been? He would have been up here. He would have been in their lives. He would have been there for their birthday parties. He would have been there when they went to church. He would have went there when they got, the brothers and sisters were having a bad day. He, would, he was part of their life. You know why Jesus was, came as a baby and he grew up with them? Because Jesus wanted to be part of our life. But you know, here's the other thing that I thought of why Jesus came the way that he did. He came to die. And I know we don't like talking about that part of the story... But you, who, who was the one that told me earlier that Jesus was born in a manger and he was laid in there? So he was in that trough and he was in that where, where animals were. Who were the first people that the angel told that Jesus was born? Do you guys remember? Is he? The shepherds. Now, what did shepherds take care of? Sheep. Shepherds took care of sheep. Do you guys realize to get forgiveness of sin before that, they would have to have a sacrifice? And then I thought, Jesus was born and laid in the same place that that sacrifice would be for all, those, all that time. The first person that they told to come worship was the people that raised the sacrifice. And then the angel came and said, I've got good news for you. The Savior was born. Guys, you know why they called him a Savior? They probably didn't even get it. They walked in and saw a baby thinking, a Savior. Yeah, he was a Savior. And then he would grow up to be the Lamb of God that would take away the sins of the world. And in that time, the angels said, you can find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. You know what they were telling them? They were saying, come see the baby. Come see Jesus. You know what Jesus is so cool is the fact that he invites us to know him. He invites us into his presence. But you notice the angels didn't say, you must go. God doesn't make us love him. God invites us to him. And the angels chose to go be there with Jesus. The angels, or the, uh, the angels told them, and then the shepherds chose to be there with Jesus. They wanted to. Guys, did you know that God came to die on a cross for us and to love us, but he does not make us. He invites us. In church, we have invitations. In class, you guys will be told the story about Jesus. And then when you raise your hand and say, I want to know more about him, that's because you were convicted in your heart to want to know Jesus as your Savior. Jesus was born in that manger because he was their savior that would take away their sins. And God invited them to give them the option, invited them to come meet him. And they came and they walked away changed. They were never the same. Actually, the Bible says that they went out of there telling everybody and everybody that heard was wondering what great news that they heard from the shepherds. Guys, this is the story of Christmas. This is what today is all about. So if you see a manger today, Remember how much God loves us and God wants to be part of our lives. If you guys open a gift, remember from that gift that somebody sacrificed to give you that and God sacrificed for us. When you give gifts today, if you bought gifts for people, give it to them and you're saying, I give this to you because I love you. The same way that God gave us Jesus because he loves us. That's what today is all about. We are so blessed to be Christians. We're so blessed to be able to know that God wants us to love him. And God wants us just the way we are. The shepherds didn't go clean up. They, weren't, they, di- they didn't go give gifts. You know what they had to offer Jesus when they came? Just themselves. They had no money. They had no possessions. They just had themselves. But isn't that cool that that's what God wants from us? God wants us. God wants each and every one of you. Because God loves us that much. This is the greatest story ever told. This I don't care what Christmas music or Christmas song, Christmas movie you'll ever watch. The story of Jesus Christ, the story of the manger, the story of the cross is the greatest story ever written, ever known and ever told. It's a story about us.